Welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Guys, I am going to have a real talk session with Mr. Greg Smith. So let's take a moment out and I'll be right back with Greg. guys like I was saying I am here with Greg Smith and we're going to debunk some of those things that you know we always hear about single moms but this time we want to talk about single dads because I honestly and this is my personal opinion guys that I feel that they don't get enough recognition. So Greg, would you introduce yourself to my listeners? Hey, how y'all doing out there? Uh, family, like to consider everybody family. But yeah, my name is Greg Smith, Gregory Smith. Um, I'm a father of soon to be five. We got one on the way in December, the end of this month, December. And um, I'm an activist in the community, as well as I reach out to the youth and I talk and encourage them. Um, I coach football, you know, I'm just a family oriented man. You know, I love togetherness. I love happiness. I love for people to just follow their passion and their, their desires to be who they is they want to be and to grow. I also encourage reading one book a month. Oh, I like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like that. He's like, I encourage reading one book a month. I love that. Okay. So... How long ago did you first become a father? Man, I was 21. 21 is when I when I first became a father of my oldest son named um, Javon. Okay, okay. So, okay. Were you with the mom at the time? Were you, you are already, you know, was it just something you were in a relationship with her or? I was in a relationship. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it started out in, in a relationship uh, before we even got to having children. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, when did you transition from the the family dynamic of the two of you being a two parent, you know, unit to you being a single parent and co-parenting? Um, at the time, I, honestly speaking, I believe it was within a year's time of, you know, me um, making this, just the wrong decisions. And then I, I met another um, young lady and that's when I embarked on my second child. And um, so over the course of years, um, my wrong decisions lead me to be a single father. And, um, and when I mean single, I mean just not with someone and just me and my children. So even throughout the course of time, it really, uh, I learned a lot. The experience is, is, is quite, quite different um, as a father raising, and my first, my first child was a boy and then my second child was a girl. So, you know, me being a father at that time is um, pretty unique, I should say, because I'm dealing with two different sexes and two different thought processes, two different mindfuls, you know, me being a man um, and just knowing what I experienced as a young boy, 
and then to see that I got a daughter and a son that I have to raise, you know, that put a big, a big, uh, you know, weight that I had to take care of, a load that I had to take care of. Responsibility. That's what it is. Responsibility. Okay. So I will ask this because you did say the gender difference made a difference to you. Okay. You being a dad or just playing out being a guy, what did you notice between the differences of having a son and having a daughter? Um, to, to, what, I, what I noticed is, uh, I like to call it a double-edged sword. When it's, we usually say it's okay for one, for one and, and it's not okay for others. So but by that, what I'm saying is, like the normal, the normal thing that we know, boys are okay to hang out later, but your daughter got to be in at a certain time, you know? So that that is one thing that I had to learn to understand that, you know, I have to share the same mutual respect for both of them. It's not okay one one is is not okay for one and not okay for the other because um it was brought to my attention, you know, by my daughter at a early at a later age, where she would say, you know, well, why is it okay for him to, you know, do such and you know, do certain things and then there's a restriction, I guess you could say, on her. And so it made me reflect as a father that the reasons why I had those choices that I made for her was because of the things I've seen as I was growing up, you know, the things I was aware of, the things I recognized as being a young boy and being around young ladies. So it was my fears that put restrictions on on my daughter more so than my son. So yes, that was an act of unfairness. So, you know, over the time I had to learn to I get them to get them to understand, you know, where I stand and why I feel the way I feel. Not saying that what my choices was made was right coming from my child, from my children, but me as a father, I had to adjust and just get them to understand, like, hey, listen, you know, this is why I do certain things. You, you know, when y'all go somewhere, go somewhere together. You know, I had to start putting it into practice and let my daughter know, you know, you are a beautiful young lady. And that's one thing I. I I compliment my daughters all the time. I always call them, hey, beautiful. And, you know, my son, let him know he's handsome. But um, just sports is another thing, you know, because they're a year apart. You have my son playing football and his daughter playing um, cheerleading. I mean, and my daughter cheerleading. And so now we got both of them out down the field and it's here's the brother playing and then he got to deal with his so-called, you know, maybe friends, you know, they're attracted to his sister, you know, and I'm talking about at a later, later age, because now they're, they're in their teens, where my son is, my daughter's right behind them. So we, okay. I, faced, I faced those those differences as a father, because the same way I'm telling my son, you know, how to stand up and be a man, the same way I had to teach my daughter in some sense of, you know, what it is to be a woman, even though I can never teach a young lady how to be a woman. But from my experiences, what I know and what I've seen out of a young lady, I can tell her what I was expect for her and the things that she shouldn't, shouldn't do as a young lady. Nice. Nice. Okay. So now I like the fact that, you know, you have them working together and you did see that, you know, in other words, it's not just, okay, well, it's okay for my son because he's a boy and it's not okay for my daughter because 
I'm just trying to protect her. So how did you, how did you make that shift? Like, was, was this an easy shift for you? Because you said it was from what you experienced. So was this an easy shift in mindset or was this something that, or is this something that you're still working on? Um, no, it, it wasn't an easy shift. You know, it's, it was something I had to gradually practice on um, because, you know, life happens, you know, things happen. We see things on TV and it automatically puts you, any parent, into protection of my child. You know, I, I can't allow this to happen, you know. And so it's, it's been an ongoing practice that, and I've gotten better at it, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, daddy's little girl, always going to be daddy's little girl and just as well as his son gonna be his little man but I it's just as they start to grow um and they start to mature you have to be more um involved you know in in, in their life so for me um throughout those course of years and now you know talking about by this time I'm on my, my my fourth child so my son and then I got my daughter and then two little ones that two two little girls that follow behind my my second child so at this okay. point it's three girls and one boy so now my whole mindset is really shift because what I might have been thinking just for one little girl I'm thinking for three little girls you know so the the protection the protection the 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 defending my young my young young ladies is has risen to over a thousand percent and so it's wow you know I hear I hear girls say it was so easy to to, to raise boys and I'm I'm a man and I'm like you know it it's, it does seems easier to raise a boy because girls have this you know they look good they get approached you know just the female aspect of the being defensive and just making sure they keep their mind elevated so they don't be manipulated so now right. what it did was it started to lean me towards more of I have to really really impact on my daughter's lives as a man and just know what I did wrong and what I did right and make sure I instill that in them. And like, I talked to them to get them to understand, like, I'm not here to scare you. I'm just giving you the reality of what it is in life, you know, as a young lady and, and telling my son the same thing. And, you know, things that women normally practice, you know, when you hang out, when you go out with your girls, don't go alone, you know, don't let your friend go by themselves, you know, stick, stick together. When y'all walk home from school, stay together you know and um so i i pre- i practice that with them um together as brothers and sisters but you know just to go back to what you're saying no it was it was a gradually gradual change but it's it's a consistent working because i have three three young young ladies in my life that are, that's really looking up to me so um it's, 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 it's great. It's great. <laughs> it's a learning thing, though. Yeah. So, thing. okay, question. How do you foster their dynamic, in other words, as siblings? Because, in other words, of course, you've said that they have different mothers. So how do you foster their dynamic as siblings? Uh, I really just, uh, you know, just differently, I just I just work on them. It's it's a, it's a it's an unbalanced balance thing. So I have to put you know work in with one and then work in with the other. And it's not easy because one you you, you know you try to you try I, as a parent you try to make as a father you try to make it easy as far as like putting them all into the same lane. But you you can't because you have 
different mindsets, you know, different everything. One might like pink, the other one might like purple. So, right. Uh, it's like, it, so what it is, is you try to, I try to find the best out of all of them. And being, being that single father, when you, when you have all these lives looking up to you, but you want the best for them, it is a challenge because let me get my son here, you know, and then I got to get my daughter here. And then my other daughter, she wants to do this. And I'm just like, it's back and forth. I'm going here, going there. But, you know, you have to realize that it's no longer for you. It's it's for them. Like, you have to take the selfishness out. So I put more emphasis on, okay, I'm, I'm not going to get enough sleep because I got to get her to dance practice. You know, I can't get enough sleep because he got, after right. dance practice, we got to go to Chile and practice. So I continue to just encourage them to do what it is that they like. And and I just I just follow up, follow up. Well, you know, I follow up with what I'm gonna say because children see that, you know, they we like to think that, oh, you know, they they just kids. They they don't know what's going on. But in reality, children know what's going on. So when they see you supporting them and whatever it is that they want to do, no matter how hard it is, it does start to re <laughs> like I'm saying, I'm starting to see it now, you know it does start to reflect back on you from their eyes of what it is that you, what, how much it is that, how much you mean to them. So. Right. Uh, man. <laughs> no, I, I understand. I understand. Trust me. I, I But you know, it. I I just, I'm, one of the reasons why I really wanted to, you know, speak with you too is because I want to just, I want, I want to put this out there right now. I just want to, I really wanted to get this part out there. Okay, go ahead. When when I first started having children, and I was young, so I was not the man. I wasn't a man. You know, I was a man in the criteria of what society categorized me to be. But I was still a young, like, immature little boy. I didn't do what I, all my response. I didn't take care of all my responsibility what I was supposed mm. to. And it's a lot of us as young men out there who feel like, you know, I'm doing my job, you know, and... In reality, we not. What it took for, and I, I, I really deeply appreciate this to the utmost. What it took for was for me, from from my two, from my kids' mother, to initially put the full responsibility in my hands, and I had to wake up. It was no longer that co-parenting where you go drop off and do this. No, it became I wake up, take them to school, pick them up from school, do homework, cook, clean take them to the after-school programs, in-school programs, and, to, and go to work at night, all night, come home, get like an hour to a sleep, wake up, get them ready for school, you know, and that is when I really understood what, not what, not even what it meant to be just a, a parent, but be a father of, of some, of lives that just really impact who I was so right right and I, I was going to ask you that I was going to ask you were was there ever a point where you were, f- were full-time dad where you were doing it all and you just answered that so well, wow um, when I when I mean when I mean full-time I mean and I, I I tell my friends I say listen one thing about it you would never really and it's not I don't like to take anything away from any woman nor a man who's out there doing it but when it comes down to having the responsibility of a child, I believe you would never really know until you have that fully. Like there's nowhere to go. There is your responsibility. You 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 really realize that 
if I don't do this, this ain't ain't nothing gonna make it, ain't nothing gonna happen. So I really appreciate that because it built me to be a, a real strong man. That's what it, it did for me. Some some people may fall, they may cripple, but for me, you no, know, that built me and made me stronger. And it, it from that it made me realize now what emphasis I need to put on my kids, you know, and my son. And it's like, I'm telling him, you see me get up every day. I got to cook and clean. I fold clothes. I got to teach y'all to fold clothes. You got to learn the same thing because you can't depend on nobody else to do it for you. And I'm telling my daughters, you know, you have to do the same thing because you can't depend on no man, you know, to come in here and just do this and that. I'm telling my son, you don't want no woman just coming in here and you just, no, that's, that's, that's just my opinion. You know, that's just my belief. You got to get up and stand up and be a man. And then I got to explain to my daughter, you got to get up and be a young lady, and, and you know, as you get older. So, man, was it a wake-up call? That was a huge wake-up call, because okay. I went from, I used to cook maybe like, because it was just me, you know, and I get my kids on one week or a weekend and stuff like that would alternate. So I went from cooking like once or two, three times a week to, oh, man, I got to cook every day. Right, right. And and I think that that's it it is a big shock. It, it is a big shock <laughs> when you when you're like I have this one person, this this little person, this little life depending upon me to do, you know, just to help them get through. So yeah, it is it is a difference. <laughs> it, is, it is a huge difference. So, okay, you have four with one on the way. Mm-hmm. Um what is your what would you say your big thing is with having multiple children um in other words what is what is your what is your secret to really getting them you know keeping the schedule keeping everything together not not getting too overwhelmed not that you don't get overwhelmed because we all have those moments but in other words not getting too overwhelmed for me and um I mean, it's no secret. I'm not even ashamed. My first and my third child is from my first, um, is from one woman, and my second, fourth, and fifth child is from, this, from be from a second woman. So I I say that to let people know, you know, yeah, I was I wasn't the best person on earth, you know, but from my situation, it built me to be a better man than it is today. And what that did for me was you have to see the bigger picture that is and like I said before, it's not about you though. To keep your sanity, to, to, to keep from being overwhelmed is why are you getting up each and every day, you know, to do what it is you have to do as a, as a father, you know, speaking to fathers, you know, in general, or, you know, single parents in general, what, what gets you up every day? And um, for me, it was just to see the smile on, the, on my kids' faces to just, enjoy that and I literally I literally love my kids cold-heartedly you know it, it bothers me to not even be at a, a school event you know they could be just handing out cupcakes and you know it's, it's in to, for me that's a major thing like oh I gotta be there for them to hand out cupcakes and for, so it's the involvement for me the more involved that you like I wanted to be and that I tried to be in, in their life the more peace it brought me. It might sound crazy, but that's that's what brought me peace. And wow. so for 
for those who who you know who don't, yeah, everybody got their different styles of father. And I, I'm around a bunch of different guys, a friend, a friend of mine. We all have different views. But for as a single father, you have to figure out what what brings you to peace. And that's why I say in the beginning when I introduced myself, I'm a family guy, so I love to keep them, keep us all together. I can go to work and work mm-hmm. 100 and something hours. When I come home and see all us together under one roof, I'm good. I don't forgot about everything that happened at work. I don't forget about any problem that arise. Cause you know what? It's that family togetherness. It's hey, you know what? Out of the 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 choices that I made, you know, I'm not gonna let that define me because right here I'm letting my, my let all my kids know like we are a family. And um that's that is one of the things that if I was able to share to give anybody some type of idea of how to just get through it, like what what drives you every day? You know, if it if for for your children's sake at least, you know, just wanting better for them. So me as a, I mean, the challenge is always is gonna come because when I did take on them full time, you know, I had to adjust finances and um I had to learn how to budget better. So it, it but a person has to be willing to to receive those type of changes. You can't fight. You can. I, I don't wanna say you can't, but you shouldn't fight changes that you know that's gonna bring you growth. Right. And that's one of the things that people got to recognize is that I had to, I recognized this was a growth for me. And yeah, you know, the single moms out there or the moms that, you know, hey, you know, I like to see a, a father that does this thing. But, you know, I, <clears throat> I don't take nothing away from their moms either. You know, I even though I did it full time, they still went with their mom every now and then. And, and right. we still had communication. That, that was another thing it taught me, communication, you know, as far as what's going on and here and there. So now... I'm now the shoes on the other foot. You know, normally it's the it's it's a woman who's hey they got this going on at the school. Hey, they got this going on at the park. They're reaching out to the man. Now the role has completely reversed, and now is this is what's going on. We got to tell your mom. You know, so when you put that out there in the world, you and the, and the person hearing that, wait a minute. So you got to let the mom know what's going on. It's like it's like yeah, you know, because. It's like a aha moment. So wait a minute. So you right. have a majority at a time, and it's so uncommon. Right. Like, I was gonna uh, say, how does <laughs> how do how how are you viewed? Like when they say, you know what, you know, your son is acting up in school, and it's like, okay, well, I got a call, and you show up, Ooh, or man. you Ooh. know, it's like when you're when you're like even okay let's put it this way even better when you're buying clothes for your daughter and it's like okay well i'm gonna wait for you outside the dressing room oh yes so i know that i know you've got to be getting some kind of awkward looks yes yes now to uh, let's let's go back on the on the school um on the school topic so I have to go out to the school for parent teacher association, you know, just to have a conversation with the school, see where the school is going, you know, right. what's happening. And you, people may not believe this, or they may so. If there's 30 people in the room, it's four fathers. I went to a meeting with my, wow. for my daughter's school. It was 12 of us in the room. Out of all them people, I was the only man in there. So yeah, you do, it is like a, it's a shocker, but you know what, what comes with that shocker is that the school system and the, and the parents around, they recognize that, you know, especially when you do it on a routine basis, it shows that you active. So this, this is, this is one thing I like, the effort 
and it's not to take anything away from any woman, the effort from what a man has done to be involved in his child life, especially coming out to the school, I've, I've seen that the school alone is willing to go the extra mile for you than they would for a parent, that, that mother that comes every day. And I've seen that with my own eyes, like, oh, you know what? You your, your child's like, don't worry about it. We just gonna let him in because I don't I don't know. Maybe it's 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 just it's a father, you know, something so uncommon to just see a man like it's one thing for a man to just pick up his child, but it's another thing for a man to be in the school and talking with the administrative, like, how can we do this and how can we do that? But what is my child doing? That act of that activeness is what they're looking for, especially out of black males, like. It's that is one of the top things that they, they be looking for the most okay. because we're so looked at in the media as like we're not great fathers, and there's a lot of us out there that are, but it's so many ones that's not doing or handling their responsibilities, it's hard to see us. So, even with my other daughter's school, I, I'm so involved with the program and, and how things are run. They do. People look at you. When I go to like just to touch on top with this with the shopping, I have to I'm in that shop with my daughter and I gotta hold her, the, her clothes up to me. It's like, do you like this? You know, just like if it's my boy. And right, you know, right. the ladies in the room in, in the in the same area with their daughters not mind you, it does get a little uncom- uncomfortable because being the only male inside a, a lady's, a, a, you know, a child's area, women have gotten, um, I've seen women get kind of uncomfortable because it's more like they're not used to seeing a male there. So right, right. I, don't know, I don't know what they're thinking, but obviously it's not the best. It's not the best, you know? So I, I, I back out, especially when my daughter got up in age when, you know, she's starting to wear her more lady undergarments, you know, and I said, baby, I, we 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 can't buy this type of stuff. Not why you with me. Maybe we you with your mom or stuff. Like we go, we gonna get the, the 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 general, you know, the general things. We, we I I I can't have that vision in my head of you wearing. So 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 you're embarrassed by the undergarments. Now now you're going. Please understand this. You're going to bat for everything <laughs> under the sun, but. You know, undergarments are, are where you draw the line, huh? I'm like, man, I'm like, baby. And you know, they, the, the, my daughter, she's, she's 12. And, you know, young ladies nowadays, they know about Victoria's Secret. And the first yes, time I heard, I heard yes. I'm like, well, you know about Victoria's Secret? I, I was in, when I was in middle school, Victoria's Secret was for adults. What, at what point, you know, now I got to have a conversation with them and then they mom like, well, you know, I'm trying to figure out where they learning this stuff. Probably from their friends. Probably from you their know? friends. So, um, yeah, but even even that as a father, because it was so easy for me to just shop for my son, you know, let's get a shirt and some shorts. You know, when I'm in there with my daughters, and again, to touch back on what you asked me before about, you know, you know how I... Um, that how kids are like they're different they, the different things that they like one daughter doesn't mind shorts and pants the other daughter wants dresses so ah. yeah and it's like but wait a minute the shirt and shorts is easy for me you know i like i prefer to buy nikes one daughter want nikes the other one want flower light-ups and stuff so it was like a now i'm trying to figure out how you even how do ladies and young girls even Put colors together for boys it's just like red and blue let's go 
and now I gotta put pink and yellow and (laughs) (laughs) I get it I get it now I, I will say this I will say this I okay because being a boy mom um I have had situations where like the whole public bathroom and guys, please remember this is BC before COVID uh, (laughs) where the whole public bathroom and your child is kind of old enough to go by themselves, but they're taking a little long, you know, Mm. they're like nine and eight, nine. And it's like, okay, but you're in the store in the bathroom and they're just taking a little bit too long. I have had where it's like, listen, I, I, I will I, I will be very honest. I have been the mom that's like, girl on the floor, if you don't want me to see it, cover it up. <laughs> I'm just coming to get my son. So, you know, <laughs> so I get it. I get it. I so get it because it's like, you know, dealing with the whole strange looks and, and men are like, well, you're not supposed to be in here. It's like, listen. He has it. I've seen it. I'm not looking for you. (laughs) (laughs) Now, just to touch on that, you know, before I took on, you know, the full-time role before my kids was older, I would see women take their little boy into the bathroom with the mom. And at the time, I'm like, uh, right, like, why would you do that? Why would you take the little boy in? You know, I didn't understand until it became my responsibility. But I ain't going to no girl's bathroom. And the one time uh, I said... I, I had my daughter with me. It's like, oh man, I did. I I surely don't want to take her into the guys' bathroom. You know? Right, right. That was that. Yeah. At that moment in time, you're what you trying to think to be correct. It's like there's no right answer unless you have somebody to take them into the preferred bathroom. Right, exactly, exactly. And 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 I think that's the one thing is that people don't understand is you have to make those decisions. Um. And like, I don't know how old your child was when you, like when you became full-time, but even the whole changing station, like I didn't know because they're always in the women's bathroom that there are no, there were for a while, there were no changing stations in the men's bathrooms. So for a a father that has an infant, you're either on the floor and I, I saw one guy do it he's like he's on the floor with the baby across his knees so that his baby doesn't touch the floor mm-hmm. so it's it's harder but in other words these are the awkward these are the awkward moments you know where you have and you have that child that is the opposite gender from you and you're like okay how do I figure this out like yeah so what you know i will be you know you know we're we're going to do this right now we're going to do it together (laughs) so i i honestly i have to commend you now you did touch on it a little bit but i do want to ask how is the relationship between you and the mothers because in other words a lot of times and and i'm asking this because it becomes uh situation of bashing it becomes this thing of oh my gosh you know all of a sudden you're the the parent that particular parent becomes the worst person in the world and that's not the situation it wasn't the situation when you met them but 
because now you're angry and emotional, it now becomes a situation. And unfortunately, in some cases, the child is the one that's suffering because the two adults or supposed to be adults in this situation just can't get it together. Um, I completely agree 100%. Uh, one thing I can say is that my mom was telling me about this a long time ago, how, how, how I would go through that. But I did go through that phase. And I, I must say it was a phase because us as um, we were young adults, you know, we were still immature. And a lot of times we do not see, and you know, it ain't even just young adults, it's even older people. We do not see where it's morally affecting the child than it is us as parents. So the relationships with me and, and my kid's mother is understandable. We at level, we, there's no animosity, there's no beef, there's no, you know, we don't go at each other. It has now became to a level of just respect and just understanding that, you know, you, you, do, you do you and I do me. And when it comes down to communication, we communicate and what needs to be communicated on about and let that be. You know, a, a lot of times with that, that feuding, it comes from someone sour, probably most likely both parties. And like you said, it wasn't bad in the beginning, but now it's bad now because ultimately somebody did something wrong to the other one, and it's a it's a it's a battle. And you know, I love to be transparent. I have no problem talking about my my relationship because I think it would help a lot of people out there. So me as a father, yes, I did go through with one mom didn't want the other other want the other ones around, the other ones didn't want you know the whole little back and forth thing. But me as a father. I knew that it was in my my kids' best interest that they stayed around each other. So I had to take that stand. And I'm saying this to, to answer your question is that you have to you, you as the as the as a man, you have to make that stand and say, This ain't it. I'm not gonna deal with this. Like I had I, I got children from you, I got children from you, or maybe you just got one child from one person, whatever. So be it, you know. The bickering and back and forth not gonna help us grow. We're not gonna grow. We're not gonna get anywhere, regardless. Because the only only thing that only thing is doing is bringing us down. So you have to put that foot down and let them know like what's gonna be and what's not gonna be tolerated. You know, and and that right there will start a level of respect amongst each other. And and I'm not saying you know hit nobody or slap nobody or degrade anybody. It's it's no. It's you standing up and say, listen. What happened is what happened. And sometimes one party can't accept the past as soon as the other one. But what happens happened. Let's try to move forward for the better interest of the child because, like I said, it's no longer about us anymore. It's the benefit of the child. And when you really start to step back, when I start to step back, if you if you step back and look at what's in front of you, you will see that actions that the child are doing is out of the results from what the two parents are, are, are doing in front of the child. So the manipulation, I, I don't, some people ain't, don't even want to recognize, but kids do play on each parent. If parents aren't, right. um, even if you're not together, if you can't come together and get to understanding, kids will take advantage of whatever they can. So the whole common thing of, oh, well, this one does it with me, but they don't do it with you. And this one do it with me, but they don't do, do it with you. You know why? Because y'all ain't on the same page. That's, that's just what it all boils down to. You know, so we had, I had to get a communication with them. Okay, so what are we doing on school? And it goes everything down to, you know, even the after school activities. You know, if she says, 
if she say, oh, there's no eating after such and such, and, I, and, I, and I'm just saying, you know, just as an example, each house, everybody running the household is different. But right, right. You, you have to have some type of common, common on ground when it comes down to raising them. Even though they're in two separate homes, it has to be some type of common ground because kids do need a foundation. So with me, the communication between the, the both of us is, well, see, mine, my, my older, mine's are older. My youngest one right, not right now at the time is six years old. But we just have, the, you know, the, the common conversations. Where, what's going on? They need this, they need that. And, you know, we, we, we move it on, move on up, you know, from there. Right, right. I think this is so awesome. I really think that this is so awesome. And I love the fact that not only have you stepped up, but I love your transparency. I love the fact that you say, you know what? I wasn't always the person that I am today. And I, I honestly have to say thank you for that. Thank you for being willing to be that transparent. Thank you, one, for growing and, and knowing that it is a process. And, and, and then deciding to say, you know what? These four have to be together. They're a family, they're a unit, and we have to move as such. So thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I even, um, I'm not even an iPhone person. I love Android, but uh, I, I made it apparent, you know, just just for the sake that because I want to make sure they're able to communicate and I'm, Android might do it, Samsung might do it, I don't know. But I made sure I got all of them the same phone, which is iPhone, because my kids not schooled me on it, you know, what so have you. But the unity where they're able to do is they're able to video chat each other, you know, all the time, every week. You know, they steadily communicating. Um, and I found out even if the phone's turned off, they just need um, internet or what so have you to, to still use the, right, the FaceTime. Right. On. And so I, I, I love that because... You know, that's just me as, as their father. When they all get on, I, I got them all on the on the video chat with on their iPhones. Of course, I'm using my daughter's iPhone to, to get them all together. And they're just talking. And I'm just sitting there listening. And, you know, even though, because my, my, my two older, my other two, they, they just not, not too long ago moved to Georgia. But just the fact of just seeing them sitting there talking was that piece for me. You know, I'm, I'm just sitting there. And they just, oh, what's going on? You know, we're doing this, we're doing that. And even though it's on the phone, it took me back to when we in the house together. And we just sitting around playing nice. like games and stuff like that, you know? So um, nice. it is, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an ongoing, it's an ongoing process. Always, always. Wow. Well, again, thank you. Thank you so much. And, and thank you for the explanation because... I think a lot of times, like I said, it's one of those things where I feel single fathers get such a bad rap. And let, let's be real about it. It's just one of those things of social media has not helped. Right. Social media has kind of like lit a fire and magnified something that it doesn't need to magnify. So guys, you are hearing it. There are men out there that are really stepping up that have their children full-time, that are understanding 
what is going on, that show up to PTA meetings, that go into dressing rooms, that seem to be embarrassed about getting <laughs> underwear for some reason. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, guys, it, it, they're out there. And, and like I said, Greg, I have to say thank you. So you're also a podcaster, correct? No, I do. I do YouTube. I'm actually uh, supposed to begin starting on a podcast in the next couple of... I got a meeting with a podcast group this week, today, as a matter of fact. But I usually do YouTube. So what is what is your channel on YouTube? My, my channel on YouTube is basically structured around focusing on our youth to empower, encourage, and bring self-awareness to them. Okay, so where can they find you? They can find me at Greg Smith Jr. 6. So that's Greg, G-R-E-G, space, S-M-I-T-H-J-R, and the number six. And okay. then you can also find me on Facebook at Greg Smith until I get my Instagram running. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Guys, as you know, all of his information will be in the show notes, so you won't miss anything. And reach out and talk to him. I mean... Man, he, I mean, he admits you know, he's not he's not all together he's a work in progress but as you can see he's learning yeah you know just a real quick tidbit as for from father there listen there will be women who you bump into who see that you're doing the single fatherness and you're doing the utmost that you can do and they still will not recognize you it will always be you know uh, he can't be doing the bicep. It got to be somebody over there help. It's it's always gonna be, and not just women. It's, it'll be another father who may say like, nah, you know, he ain't doing this and that. Don't worry about, you know, proving yourself to anybody else. Just be you and do what you know you have to do, because you ain't never satisfy the whole world. That is so awesome. That that and that is true. That is true. That is, you know, you're gonna find people that no matter what, they are going to try to not give you the recognition. And and that's not what it's about. Remember, it's about you and your children and making sure you're doing the best you can. Yeah. So yeah. well, thank you, Greg. Again, his information will be in the show notes. So it was amazing having you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Anytime. You can talk to me anytime. <laughs> Thank you. So, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that, you know, you got some answers to things that you really wanted to know. And you know what? If you feel like chopping it up sometimes with me, let me know. The Queen Pin is always available. Yes, I do have real talk sessions every once in a while. So, all of his information will be in the show notes and you won't miss a thing. But guys, as always, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping. Hi, this is Michelle Miller from Mentors on the Mic podcast and you're listening to Coupon Queen Pin.